and welcome to another episode of Pondering with the Peters. We are back after a four-month th- four <laughs> hiatus. No way. Yeah, December, January, February, and March. <laughs> a four-month hiatus. It's a third of a year. Oh, golly. Um, yeah, we got busy. Yeah, apparently. We knew we'd be busy in December, so we're like, we'll take a break for December. And then, surprise, happy April 1st. <laughs> yeah. But the uh, problem is we left right, well, not right in the middle, but like we left with one of our core values undone. And so, yeah, I know. So we we had talked about seven of eight of our core values and then just disappeared, disappeared (laughs) and didn't talk about the, the, the last one, which is a significant one. I feel like it is a significant one. Uh, today we're talking about the core value of our family mission statement of giving. And if you want to look at the previous ones, uh, listen to the previous ones, you can uh, go back to our, our previous episodes in the podcast. But yes, giving. And uh, we've got some thoughts on giving. Uh, but before we get to our thoughts, we're just going to go through the... Uh, four boxes that we've gone through previously of creation, fall, redemption, and restoration. And then it kind of gives us a, a biblical overview of giving uh, before we dive into the various principles of giving. And so uh, in creation, we have God as an abundant giver, right? In Genesis 1, he creates all things uh, for, um, for our good and for human flourishing. And then we've got in the fall, the woman taking of the fruit of the tree of which God had commanded them to not eat and she ate and then she gave some she gave some to her husband uh, who was with her and he ate and so she uh, took what was forbidden to her and she gave what we, she was not allowed uh, to give and uh, we see there a distorted view of giving uh, but then we see redemption of giving throughout the Old and New Testaments in Genesis 14. Uh, Abraham gave Melchizedek a tenth of everything. And then Genesis 28, Jacob promised God of all that you give me, I will give a tenth to you. And so it's that kind of thing where we get the the tithe 10%. Um, And we see this in the Mosaic Law uh, where there are different uh, tithes that Israel was expected to give that amounted to uh, 20% and, and even um, 30% every uh, third year. And so they, they were um, required to, to have this regular tithe, this regular giving in place. And, and this carries into the, the New Testament in, to some degree. Uh, Matthew chapter 6 Verses 1 to 4, Jesus in his Sermon on the Mount uh, says to the people, when you give to the needy, and and so there's this... Um, expectation. Yeah, this expectation of giving. You know, it's it's when, not if. And, uh, and that you're being expected to, uh, to give to those in need. Uh, and then in Matthew 25, uh, Jesus um says, you know, I, I was hungry, I was thirsty, I was a stranger and, and naked and sick and in prison. And 
he says that you didn't feed me or give me a drink and you didn't help me and they say we never knew you. Yeah, well, yeah, it was judgment. Yeah, it was yeah, judgment. like we, we didn't see you. When were you like that? And he said, whatever you did to the least of these, you do to me. So yeah. anyone that we see who is sick or hungry or thirsty or poor, then how we treat them is how we treat Christ. Yeah, that's right. And then we see this um, self-giving from Jesus himself in Mark ten forty five, and Jesus says uh, that he's giving his life as a ransom for many. And uh, then in the early church, in, in Acts chapter 2, uh, many in the early church, they sold their possessions and belongings and, and uh, gave to any who were in need. And we see this played out at the end of Acts chapter 4, when Barnabas sells a field and he gives the proceeds to the apostles. He lays it at the apostles' feet, expecting that they will uh, then um, take that money and, and give it to the, the, the needy. Uh, but then immediately after that, there's the, the story of Ananias and Sapphira, who also sold a field, and uh, they kept back part of the proceeds, which wasn't a problem, but they said that they were giving the full proceeds and uh, giving that money to the, the apostles. And uh, they were, well, they, they lost their lives yeah. <laughs> as a result of their, of their deception. Literally struck down. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, the, 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 yeah. the idea there is, is not that um, we are required to give uh, all that uh, we have necessarily, um, but that we, we need to be honest yeah. about our giving. Uh, and then in Acts chapter 11, uh, we see the, the Gentile church of, of Antioch. Uh, they send relief in, in this time of, of famine to the uh, the Jewish church in Jerusalem. And so we see this this giving uh, play out. And then um, under restoration, of course, we're looking forward to uh, the new heaven and the new earth and the new Jerusalem that is going to be coming down uh, out of heaven from God. And uh, this this uh, this gift of the tree of life and and nothing being accursed and and that's obviously the the uh, the hope that we are uh, holding on to. So yeah, those are our four boxes of creation, fall, uh, redemption, and restoration. And the anything you want to add to that or? Uh, well, just what I was going to say in the Matthew six one when you said it's when you give to the needy, not if. The whole point of that passage is talking about your attitude in it and and the reason behind it. Um, so I think often people go into giving, specifically like tithing giving, like church giving. They're like, oh, like, well, you have to give 10% or they're grumpy about it or they think it's like, well, that was an Old Testament thing. But the point of it is we are just supposed to give. It doesn't matter. Like the number is not the point. The point is how we are acting when we give it are we giving for accolades are we giving for pride are we giving because we're called to or are we doing this joyfully and willingly so it's yeah it's not about the you have to it's mm-hmm. how you're doing it yeah the behavior of it yeah and we we get into that in, in some of the principles that uh that we're going to lay out for for giving uh but first our our core outcome for this uh, core value. What we want, what we hope to accomplish, is to support the church, to help the needy, and to share our excess with others. And a question that I'm just going to ask now, so that we know that we can t- 
touch on it at the end. I, I didn't have this written down. I just thought of it now is how do we uh, incorporate this into our families? How do we get our kids involved mm. in this core outcome? Okay, so keep that in mind. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but principle number one for in terms of giving uh, is we are stewards of God's money. Mm-hmm. All right, so th- these aren't out. This isn't our money. It's not our. They're not our possessions. They're God's money and God's possessions that we have been stewarded. We've given the opportunity to, uh, to, to, to borrow as it yeah. were, and to, <laughs> to use, work with <laughs> and to use for for uh, uh, the advancement of His kingdom. And we see this in, in Matthew chapter twenty-five, uh, with Jesus' parable of the talents mm. and how there was the. Uh, um, he, the master calls calls his servants together and, and he says to the, the the one I'm giving you five talents. Yeah. Does, does he say make five more? No. Or he just, just says, says go do something with it. Go, go do something <laughs> with it. So he gives five and then two and then and then one to each of these servants and then they come back and the one with five says I've gotten five more and well done good and faithful servant and then um to the one with two uh, he comes back and says uh, i've gotten two more, two more like, yeah. well well done good and faithful servant and then uh, the one with one says i hid it in the ground because uh, i you're I, I was afraid of you and <laughs> i didn't want to i didn't, didn't want to lose, lose it, it. <laughs> and uh, he says you wicked servant uh, you could have at least put it in the bank and it could have gained interest uh, take that talent and give it to the one who had five and uh and so we we see that we are stewards of God's money, and we are going to be held uh, accountable for what we've done with His resources. Which also just totally changes how you look at it. If you go into it thinking He is blessing us with this amount and giving us this to steward, instead of just thinking it's like, oh, I'm giving a certain amount of my money, then it totally changes how you view all things that you do with your money but especially giving yeah oh for sure yeah okay um principle two uh jesus did not come to overturn the tithe but to inform our standard of giving um and so you you touched on this yeah earlier you said um like people will will say in the old testament they tithe uh 10 or 20 percent or 30 percent or or whatever but in the new testament the command isn't repeated Right, so do we still tithe? Right, like tithing is a, an Old Testament thing, not a New Testament thing. People say that, um, and I think they're they're right to to say that. You know, tithing, um, like the word tithe is not found anywhere in the in the New Testament. Um, in terms of um, like here is how much you need to be uh, giving, like down to a a particular percentage. Uh, but in Second Corinthians for, chapter eight verse nine. Uh, it says, for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that you by his poverty might become rich. And so the question suddenly becomes, uh, not, Lord, how little can I give, or, or you know, how much can I give, or what am I allowed to, to give? Um, but the question really is, uh, for us to remember that the one who had everything gave everything so that we could have everything. And yeah, that, that changes. So all of a sudden it's not, um, 
okay, just like fine tune lay. I'm, I'm giving a 10% down to the dollar. <laughs> down to the cent. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's like how much more can I give uh, on top of that? I, I think... I think ten percent is a, is a good place to start, but don't don't just don't just leave it there. Don't just be like stuck with your with your ten percent. But if you can if you can give more on top of that, yeah, I think that's yeah. Because we might miss opportunities for blessing. What whatever it is, like if it's the church, if it's someone in need, if we think to ourselves, well, I've already given my ten percent this month. Ah, shoot, to I the can't local give church anymore. I can't <laughs> like well I've done my duty I'm not going to yeah. give any more to this organization or this person in need or whatever and you, you've totally missed an opportunity that God has placed in front of you to steward his money well so yeah yeah, yeah don't exactly. do that <laughs> <laughs> it's okay to give more oh <laughs> uh, yeah and yeah it was funny as we were well, as I was, uh, I love how I said we there. Uh, as I was doing our, our taxes, because you're not <laughs> involved hey. in the in the tax <laughs> process, you just see the end result, and that's that's good. That's good. Well done. Um, well done, good and faithful servant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, as I was doing the the taxes and, and putting in all of our our charitable donation information and stuff, it 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 made me aware of how much of our money is going towards various things and like how small that is in comparison to like how much we probably could be oh i know how much more we probably could be giving it's so easy to get all like prideful right it's like oh we give this money to this and this money to that and then you like line it up against you know starbucks and you're like ah crap yeah i know yeah (laughs) Like, like, I don't want to see that. I don't like, want to see that comparison. Like people come over to our house, they look at our fridge, and they see all the the, uh, the compassion kids we've got or the child sponsor kids we've got. It's like we could easily – like we easily probably. have the money to be filling up our fridge with just like child sponsor kids. I know. Yeah. But we just love our North American ways, right? Yeah. Just convenience is – Yeah. So, so, yeah, I mean this isn't meant to, to condemn or anything. This is – Literally simply, condemning myself. <laughs> simply, no, no, no. Like simply putting out like the, that. Like we, we recognize this in ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, principle three. Um, pretty simply, giving is an act of worship, and uh, we see this in First um, Corinthians chapter sixteen, where Paul says to the church in Corinth, uh, "Like have your tithe ready or your offering ready, uh, so that I w- when I come I can." I can grab it and and then uh, take it to I believe it's going to Jerusalem and um, uh, he he did this with a, a number of a number of churches um, there there were churches in need that he knew of and and so he garnered these other churches who uh, he knew could support that need and then he goes around and he he picks up this this money along the way and and so we see um, that each each church was was giving as it was able, and that this was uh, an act of worship. And, and a lot of times you'll you'll see this in, in worship services. People um, that like they might pass around a, a plate or a bag, or or um, they'll have a, like in, in 
our church, for example, they'll have uh, the offering box at the back, and and there is an opportunity for uh, us to give as an uh, as an act of worship and mm-hmm. and recognizing that um, God will will do with it as He sees fit. Uh, principle four: uh, Giving is to be done willingly. Giving is to be done willingly, and that basically comes from Second Corinthians chapter nine, verses six to seven, um, where. Paul writes, the point is this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Each one must give as he has decided in his heart. Uh, so that, that's kind of where you're talking about, you know, being being prepared with your giving. Mm-hmm. Uh, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And uh, I know I've been convicted of this, you know, just... Um, not not that spontane- spontaneity is is bad or anything. Just being like, oh, you know, caught up in the moment. Oh, I should. I I feel like this this need is something to uh, to give to. Um, but yeah, always always being willing uh, to give, or or at least having uh, like an open an open checkbook or mm-hmm. <laughs> or something something along those lines that um, that you're always. They're always open and willing to uh, to give to a need that arises. Yeah, but also, yeah, when you said to not uh, the emotional pull, whatever. Now I don't know that guys fall for this nearly as much as women do, but when there is, you know, someone presents or whatever, and there's the emotional pulls, like, oh, we need we need help or whatever. That's good, right? Just like it's good if you want to give to that, but. I think it's also really good to be good stewards. We should be in prayer about where God wants us specifically to be putting our money. Um, now, I feel like that can also be used as an excuse to be like, oh, well, I need to pray about it. You know, we love mm, to yeah. <laughs> we love to do that as well. But, you know, we should be thinking about this more than just spontaneity. Like, we sh- this should be part of our stewardship of the resources, meaning we're looking ahead and we're seeing where could God be asking me to give this and not just waiting for the person on the street corner or um, the missionary at the church doing a, a heart plea. Those are both good, but we should also be actively asking God where he wants us to give specifically. Yeah. Because people have different passions, right? So like he'll call yeah. different people to give to different missions. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. Uh, a story I'm always struck by is uh, about John Wesley, uh, who was a minister in the, what, 1800s? Sure. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he, uh, he would preach uh, from, from place to place. And um, I, I guess he would live off of um, 30 pounds a month. So I, I guess the the first year he he did his preaching he he got or maybe it's the first month first is year. that a month or was that a year I think that was a year wasn't it was that a year I think in the first year he used that much to live well was it a year or was it ah oh. okay, whatever it was, it was. like it was whatever the mu- okay, amount anyway. of time it was but. um yeah he he was given thirty pounds and he was able to live off of twenty eight pounds maybe it was a year. Was able to live off of twenty eight of those thirty pounds, and so he had uh, two pounds that he could um, give away 
And then the next year it doubled. And so he had uh, 60 pounds. And so rather than... Um, up his standard of living? Yeah, up, upping his standard <laughs> of living, he upped his standard of giving. And so he, again, was able to live off of 28 pounds. Mm-hmm. And so then he gave the rest. And this continued until, what, like thousands? Thousands of pounds. Thousands yeah. of pounds. And he still lived off of 28 pounds. And he gave thousands of pounds away. And so I, I'm, <laughs> I'm struck by that because it's like, okay, if I was given... Um, that amount of called disposable income Mm -hmm. um what would i do with it would i give it away or would i as you say up your standard of living yeah yeah i think we all know what we do (laughs) (laughs) we'll just sit in that conviction and hope that we change (laughs) yeah there you go (laughs) um okay principle number five uh giving is to be done in proportion to what we have uh, giving is to be done in proportion to what we have. Uh, so 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verses 3 to 4 says, uh, For they gave according to their means, as I can testify, and beyond, and beyond their means of their own accord, begging us earnestly for the favor of taking part in the relief of the saints. Um, so they, they gave in, accord, in accordance to their, their means. So uh, there are a lot of prosperity gospel teachers who will say, you know, if you if you give a thousand dollars, I know you probably don't have it, but if you give a thousand dollars, that money will come back to you, you know, fourfold or or whatever the case may be. And and so these people are, are giving way out of their means and um they're being taken advantage of by these prosperity gospel preachers. And and so yeah, I mean giving in proportion to to what we have i mean if you consider when jesus and his disciples were in the temple and they saw this woman who gave two copper Copper coins copper coins and like meager meager amount she puts it in the temple treasury like that that money is irrelevant (laughs) to the temple treasury like they they do not care about like pennies like that yeah exactly but she gave out of her abundance that was all that she had to live off and and she gave and jesus said she has given more than anyone else here Mm -hmm. who has given out of their abundance um and so you you see that um yeah giving in proportion to what we have is like if you know we only have um a few dollars that we can give i mean that's that's all that god requires of us right he's not requiring us to to go in debt so that we can give more because that's um, not really giving more yeah because that's not really giving more then you're you're now in debt <laughs> and so yeah so yeah give give in proportion to what you have and then principle number six our giving reflects where our heart is and <laughs> like like the uh, previous principles have not been convicting enough uh, matthew <laughs> 6 verse 21 says uh, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And, and I can't remember who said it, but somebody said something along the lines of, uh, if you want to know where your heart is, look at where your money is going. And I'm just like, okay. So like, is your heart in, um, 
I don't know, in a, in a in your quads or boats or mm. yeah, is, new car. yeah, new new vehicle, um, is your heart uh, in your your house, um, or children? You know, like spoiling your your mm-hmm. children more than they more than they need, or like um, the praise of man. So like yeah. the designer clothes mm. or. You know, making sure that you look a certain way to fit mm-hmm. in with the Joneses so that you can have the praise of man. Mm-hmm. So you're putting it, you're putting it toward that. <laughs> yeah. 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 If you want to know where your heart is, uh, look at where your, your money is going mm-hmm. or, yeah. Yeah. It's like talking, I don't, man, I shouldn't tell these stories if I don't know who they are actually from. Was it KP O'Hannon maybe who was talking to the North American people and saying, you know, we... We just have so much and the Christians really should be the ones that are the looking more poor, right? Because we shouldn't be caring about name brands and whatever. Mm. And he said, like, the pastors are driving BMWs. It's like, yeah, but it's it's an old one, right? Like, it's a it's a 20-year-old BMW. It's like, yeah, well, it's still a BMW, which you're totally paying for the name on it, right? The symbol. Um, or buying, like, the higher-end soap or whatever instead of buying the soap that costs a dollar less and giving that dollar to missions. Just like, man. I mean, and he wasn't saying that, like, everyone has to do that, but just saying, like, looking at the things that we think that we can't live without or that we need. Mm. Like, we need we need the cars. Like, yeah, you do need a car. Yeah. Especially when you live rurally like us, right? But do you need the BMW car? Or could you drive the little Honda Civic that can, you know, whatever. So just, like... Yeah. Um, whatever the word is. Yep, just do that. <laughs> <laughs> You're on a roll. Admire is the only word that's coming to mind. Instead, of, like whatever. What is that word when you look at something and equate it? Equate it. Not equ- Not equate. A- not adjust either. I feel like it's an A word though. I have no Acknowledge, idea. whatever. Just go through and look at what you're doing and where your money is going and if it could adjust at all. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Very not smartly. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> no, no. No big That's words. Good. Yeah, <laughs> no big words. <laughs> Try to stay away from big words here. Um, okay, so how do we put these principles into practice? Um, how do we get our kids involved? Because, you know, this is a... Uh, a life and ministry shaped by the gospel podcast. So how do we... How's our do life that? and ministry shaped by this? Yeah, how's our life and ministry shaped by our giving? Um, well, because we have to evaluate it. Evaluate. It was an mm. E word, not an A word. Ooh, good one. Evaluate. Oh, nice. Um, analyze. Analyze. Is that That also A-word? might have been the word. Okay. <laughs> anyway, when we evaluate our priorities and... Um, so that is, is part of our calling in our, our ministry to evaluate where we're putting money in. Um, and with the kids specifically, we talk about when they get money, we talk about giving it. Yeah. Right? It's like what could they give and, and to be generous with their money and to not waste it. Right? They just love anytime we go to the grocery store, it's like, oh, we have we have dollars. We have dollars in our piggy bank and they always yeah. want to take it and, and buy chocolate. Don't know, where, don't know where they get that from. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> just like be like, let's be wise with 
um, the money that we have. We don't necessarily need to spend it all right away. So we talk about it with them. We get a sponsor kid for each of our children so they know their kid, right? What their, I mean, their money isn't going toward the kids. We are, we are paying for the sponsor kids. I mean, but, it, it realistically is. I mean, we get money from the government and then. Right. But I just yeah. mean like, it's not like we expect the kids to no. pay the no. full amount, but that they know this kid lives somewhere else and does not have what I have. And we are giving to them so that they can have a better standard of life and a um, opportunity to know who Jesus is. Um, yeah. And then, and we talk about it, right? We talk about it when we choose not to go out for dinner and we say, you yeah. know, we are prioritizing this other thing or we are prioritizing um, giving because it doesn't have to be monetarily, right? Like we talk mm-hmm. about giving of our time. We talk about giving mm-hmm. of our home. Um, and that's really hard for the kids sometimes. They're like, they don't like having a whole bunch of people over because then they have, they have to clean up after they leave. And so then we have that conversation. It's like God has called us to share what we have with others. That includes our home. That includes our time, both in the ministry of having the people in our homes and um, in the giving of our time to clean up after they have gone home. We share our food. We share, you know, all that. So we talk about even, you know, we don't reach for the biggest strawberry in the package because that's just for us. We try to be generous in... The giving of that to others as well. So, just lots of practice mm-hmm. going over it and over it. Yep. Yeah, I think so too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah, I think going over with your kids, like, where where the money is, is going so that we can see, okay, here's how much of our money is going towards groceries. Here much, here's how much money is going towards uh, gas or restaurants or uh sponsor kids you know going with that over over that with your kids i think is Mm -hmm. is beneficial so that they see because a lot of these things and especially with the electronic banking era that we live in like money just it's just ethereal yeah it's ethereal (laughs) like we we don't um we don't touch it except for like a plastic card that the kids see goes you know tap tap everywhere Mm -hmm. everywhere we want um and so that they don't they don't see the the money actually leaving our hands and so it's easy for them to go well just tap the card yeah <laughs> and you have a card get this thing you yeah card. you got a like this magic card that gets you whatever you want no that's not how it works you have to have money in the bank account in order for that to happen so going over the the bank account with the kids i think and I think, we're not yeah. saying like to show them how much you make in in detail tell them this but just to say you know the percentages or whatever but also that yes like getting whatever we want the kids often will say you know can we go to Tim Hortons for donuts or can we you know whatever they want to do and if we say no they'll often grumble and be like well you get to do that whenever you want to right because they only ever see like if we pull into Tim Hortons and we get donuts they're like oh well mom must have wanted it right or dad dad decided that we get to have this like, right, but they don't see the times when it's like, man, I really want to stop for a drink, but we'll just drive home and we'll yeah. make a drink at home or we'll pass this time or we'll we'll skip on going out for dinner and we'll just make frozen pizza at home or whatever. But if we don't verbalize those times that we don't get what we want, yeah. then they think, well, you get it whenever you want and we don't get it when we want. It's like, no, we do sacrifice that 
it's just not as obvious because you're not inside our brains. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, uh, since family is our first ministry, um, there there are times, and yeah, we're not saying that like we <laughs> skimp out all the time on giving, oh, our, giving our but but in terms of giving gifts. Like we're we're pretty good about uh, giving giving good gifts to our kids and um, yeah, just letting them know that like they're they're cared for and they 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 have everything they need and uh, you know if there is a way that we can uh, like on top of that like just kind of bless them with a particular gift like yeah that's that's something that. We'll, we'll do as well. Yes. Did she just want that off? Yeah. <laughs> Rhea came in and wanted her connector on her we remote. Re- we remote. And then came back in and wanted it off. So, gotta love two-year-olds. Yeah. And, yeah, speaking... <laughs> <laughs> speaking of, uh, you know, giving good gifts to our kids, we, <laughs> we have uh, a used Wii that they are playing on right now. So, well, while we do this, this podcast, but so people give good gifts to us too. Yeah. <laughs> that was a gift to us. Yeah, exactly. Which, yeah, we we definitely acknowledge. Like when, yeah, because we are a ministry family, and um, like we we have support from our um, our sending church. We we recognize and and thank their support. Thank them for their support, and um, there there have been plenty of times when we've been given very gifts. generous gifts. Yeah. Yes, um, <laughs> times when when we uh, really needed it, mm-hmm. and um, so yeah, it is our hope that we can do the same. Yeah, to uh, the different people that we meet. So, anything else you want to say about giving? Um, just that I think we make it harder than it needs to be. Mm, yeah. I think that we need to be open to just listening to what the spirit wants us to do and, and not overcomplicating. Don't overcomplicate it. Just, yeah. It's good to give. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. All right. Well, I, yeah, I think this has been really good. Uh, it's good to be back and I'm not going to guarantee that we're going <laughs> to, be we'll back see every, see every week. <laughs> uh, but, but subscribe to the podcast and you'll get uh, notified when an episode drops. So uh, do that and uh, wait in anticipation <laughs> for the next lovely episode. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> all right. Blessings.